This is just on jaunty jams. Thank you, brother. So, this is just on with jaunty jams. We've got my main man, Ryan, here. A uh, brother that I have met and connected with on the Gold Coast in a few different capacities. Uh, I think the first time we met at Social Brew, we caught up, had a coffee, yeah. had a really, really powerful chat about yeah. all things, I guess, just being a man. And, yeah. you know, and I guess we've had very similar aspirations in terms of uh, building yeah. our own businesses, creating freedom for ourselves, in terms of being able to work and and live as we please in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've constantly been inspired by you. Every time we've caught up, we've always had some beautiful things to share with each mm. other. We've always been able to get to a really nice point of connection and whether that's on the beach doing some breath mm. work or uh, a multitude of other things that mm. we've been able to have or, or at different events or whether you've come to my events and things like that. Mm. We've been able to have some really wholesome times, man. Yeah. So for that, thank you. And I'd just like you to introduce yourself and just share a little bit about you and, and what you're up to. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think that like when we caught up at the cafe, it was like, um, we were there for a long time. We're like, oh shit, like look at the time. And um, one thing that really stood out for me was um, we both have such a drive for not only creating a life by conscious design, but also creating impact as well. Mm. And um, I know that, uh, that, you know, you are led by creating impact. And I like to surround myself with people that are actually led by creating impact and actually helping people instead of just helping themselves. Mm. So I think that's why I uh, get on so well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Um, but yeah, I guess a bit, of, a bit about me. Like I, you know, this, this whole inner journey, um, I guess that's what this is all about is, you know, speaking on my journey and how I've gotten to where I am today. And um, man, it really started from, um, you know, I dropped out of school. Um, never really, you know, my aspirations would be, were to be a professional athlete in some sort of sport. I just always wanted to just make it um, simply because I saw athletes and people doing their sport as a job, as freedom. Yeah. But that's all I truly wanted was a life of freedom. Um, but then I dropped out, I became a carpenter. That was, a, that was the next best thing was starting a carpentry apprenticeship while I was racing motocross. And um, I got really good at that. Um, I was... I was 21 years old, running my own carpentry business, managing job sites, working with industry-leading experts. Um, I was doing well financially as well, you know, um, one of my highest weeks as a 21-year-old carpenter with my own business was $15,000. And at the time, you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I spent it all pretty quick too. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, when I was building and I was in the carpentry industry and I was a tradie and I was doing all, all of these things and I had mates that were at university and like doing all these other cool things. The reason I became a tradie was not for me. Mm. It was that rite of passage for my dad. 
and for the for the father. And I notice a lot of men go through that, and that's why obviously I do what I do now. <laughs> is they either seek the they seek the approval from their dad, either through sport by trying to perform in sport. And if they can't do it through sport, they then do it through work. Yeah. And if they can make money, they can be successful in their job and their career, then you're a man. Well daddy, done. Daddy will love me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have daddy's approval. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, he'll finally give me a hug and tell me he's proud of me. Mm. Which is probably never, would have never even happened anyway, right? No. Because a lot of dads are mm. very emotionally unconnected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's, um, not all, and there's some good ones out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's that. It's either, um, there's, there's two ways about it. There's, they were always there for you and they showed up for you and they were always there, but because that generation, they were working so hard to give you everything they didn't have, they weren't there emotionally. They were emotionally unavailable. And then because of that, um, it's, I think it's just as hard having the father figure there um, in your life, present, but unavailable emotionally. Yeah. And then you kind of grow up with that seeking approval, seeking validation, mm. seeking that, that, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to show you I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel you, bro. My decision to do banking was based off hearing my dad say, wow, Grant's son got a 25K bonus in his first year of banking. And I heard that when I was 12 mm. and I was like, well, dad's impressed by someone that earned lots of money doing banking. I need to do banking. Yeah. I remember reflecting on that and connecting to that one particular moment in my life as one of the, probably the main decisions as to why I went into banking, mm. which is probably much mm -hmm. the same as why you went into being a tradie, right? Mm -hmm. It was because of some, something that you were programmed into believing as a child as the path forward to, to, to get approval. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... To, wow. It's a so, wild thing, especially like as men, like we're growing up as the boy, we have that psychology. So we are literally in a state of like our, our mind is set in that boy psychology as a child. And when we don't, and, and all the child is ever seeking is for the father to go, you're wild, you have what it takes to be a man. Yeah. Yeah. And I back you, whatever you do. Uh-huh. And I'm proud of you and I love you. That, that's all a yeah. boy is seeking. When a boy gets that, that's his <laughs> rite of passage. Yeah. He's like, we're on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> unfortunately, um, obviously everyone's doing the best yeah. based on the level of consciousness and, uh, and, and knowledge that they have, right, at the time. Yeah. They're, just, they're just projecting what was projected onto them ultimately, right? Mm-hmm. Mm so you did the tradie thing yeah and then what happened after that um i really um obviously because i was my career as a tradie was inauthentic to me to my heart it wasn't my true burning desire of what i actually wanted to do with my life and what always happens is when you're not true to your heart is you hit rock bottom you experience depression, anxiety, all of it, right? You have, you go through the relationships and you, you, you seek, you seek an escape through the voids, like partying, girls, chasing women. And this you is know. all the stuff you did. Yeah. 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 This is all the stuff I did, right? Likewise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reflecting on that, like, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah. you went from the peak of 21, having this 15 gram week, like fuck, my life is sorted, to depress depression, down, having no real sense of purpose. What allowed you to move forward from that, or, or what did you find within that experience that helped you move forward? Yeah. So the the depression and all of that, that was always there. Like it was it was always there because I I was never. Um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't truly tapped into my purpose and, and what, what I truly um, was most passionate about. So, you know, that whole career, you know, my relationships were built of trauma. Yeah. So everything <laughs> was just a downward spiral. And then that's what really led to some really rock bottom moments where I really questioned, um, you know, it'd be more painful to stay in this world than it would be to leave. Mm. And I know unfortunately lots of men experience that mm. and um you know it was a few decisions like that not decisions but a few experiences like that where i really started to question you know what's this all about there's got to be more to this and you know within that period i was starting to listen to podcasts and started reading books and just started to shift my internal environment a little bit yeah um but then it wasn't until i really removed myself from my environment we went on a on a holiday to thailand and our family holiday, we're on this like secluded beach, like it was absolutely incredible. And um, and because I was able to get out of the shit that I was in, right? I was able to take you a step back. From it all, yeah. yeah. You know, we get so stuck into it sometimes that we don't. We're just blinded by all of the things that are you know in our current circumstance. And being able to remove myself, I could have a look and be like, you know, that's truly not the life I want to live. It's not the direction I want to go. What yeah. I'm actually passionate about is is um, is growth, is helping people, is is development. Like that's what I'm, you know, my the burning desire that I have is is in that aspect. It's not building houses for people and um, working in the 40 degree heat in the rain, <laughs> slogging away, being surrounded by the majority of those boys on the job site, and they're still boys, a lot of them. Yeah. Um, so. That was the, the shift and the turning point. And um, that 15K week that I made at 21 years old, three weeks later, we'd gotten back from the holiday because I finished up that week for the year. Yeah. Biggest week, Boom. went on a holiday. Yeah. And literally after that holiday, I put my trailer and all my tools in the shed, closed the door and it still sits there to this day. I have not touched it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I have not even touched this it. This is your parents' house. Yeah, it's at yeah. my dad's, and I've got um, thousands of dollars worth of tools, trailer, <laughs> equipment, everything just sitting there. Like everything I invested into for like my six or seven years in that industry, um, just sits there. I just that was just well, <laughs> you gonna, call it avoidant you if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really just locked away all the pain from the past. Uh, yeah. uh, get away from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to process you. No, I'm sure you've processed it. Oh, yeah. a lot of it. So yeah. I have to ask, what are you going to do with the stuff? Are you going to sell it? <laughs> sell it and reinvest in something for your current yeah, business? Yeah, look, look I, I've, I've tried that um, um, with the, you know, the, old, the old programming of, of like the... The previous generation, it's like, have a plan B. You know, yeah. you never know. You might need it one day. So, yeah, yeah. okay, just, just sit it there. there. Just, yeah. yeah. Um, might, you know, use it one day. 
do some yeah. renovations somewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, come in handy. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so that was that was the decision, and um, and then I was like, well, okay, what am I going to do then? And it was like, well, I've always wanted to be a PT, and it was the first time I listened to myself. Um, apart from, like, it's the first time actually listening to what I truly wanted, not what other opinions, other people's opinions or belief systems have either programmed me or told me that was not that was possible, right? Yeah. Because I always <laughs> was told, you know, there's you can't make money as a coach or a PT or, um, You're like, what? in those industries, like you're wasting your time and. Yeah. I copped everything. You know, I had builders that were like, like successful builders. Like I have the messages on my phone still, like th them reaching out to me and saying, like, why are you throwing this away? You're wasting, like, I can't believe you're, you're doing this. Like you're wasting um, such a talent and a skill um, and all those years. And um, yeah, that's like the first, that was the first time I was like, I'm listening to this for the first time yeah and that's yeah that's wow. that was um the, my biggest turning point start of this whole journey wow and when did yeah. you start being a pt um i had my pt cert before i finished um carpentry okay i wanted to do it just simply for further learning to understand about the body because it's what i was passionate about so i was yeah. learning it on the side yeah. of building yeah, and training stuff. while you're working and yeah you're like, cool why not learn about this yep. more yeah yeah, and no, I had coaches. Um, majority of my life, when I was racing motocross, I always had coaches. When I was playing rugby, I had coaches. Um, so I had a lot of training background and knowledge from my previous embodiment and experience of training and, yeah, yeah. and coaching. So that gave me a massive upper hand. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, and then... PT life. Yeah. Much the same as me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Banking to PT. Yeah. <laughs> and then... So tell us, what do you do now? How has it all progressed and where has it taken you to in your mm. life? Oh, how good is that sun person? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's quite interesting with the whole PT world. Like it's, I watch PTs go through their journey now, now that I've gone through it. And it's like they go from the, and, and it's de directly related to the energy centers as well. They go from more, the physical, yeah. transforming the physical, and they start moving. They next go the to the mind. They yeah. go, wow, if I transform my body, I can start to see different <laughs> results there. I wonder if I could transform. And they get into mindset. Yeah. The mindset starts shifting, and then they're like, what's up? Like, what's next? There's something more out there. And then yeah. the, they get open to the spiritual, and then the they become super tactic. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the journey of the, of the, the conscious PT. Yeah. <laughs> The journey from PT to coach. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I actually saw a video on Instagram the other day, and it was like the something like the, the 2023 Awakened Man Path, and it was like tradie, and then it was like PT, and then it was like mindset coach, and then it was holistic coach, and then it was like spiritual guru, and the final one was like the love and light of this guy, like... <laughs> just pure like, consciousness <laughs> someone sent it to me and I replied I was like that's me <laughs> yeah yeah. It's, it's, but it's such a good path right it's true it's, a, it's actually a really beautiful path when you think about it and yeah. connect with it it's first of all and it's much the same with my journey mm. as I started working on my body first mm. cool how can I get fit how can I get strong yeah. and I tested myself in so many different ways and then same thing as you started learning and listening to 
podcasts, reading different mm. books. Was like, oh wow, okay, cool. I can start to flip the switch in my mind a yeah. little bit. I can change things up. And then down the line, started learning about emotional connection, and you know, read a few books around mm. feeling the body and feeling what's present and feeling your emotions and your energy. And then obviously, with all of that, was learning a spiritual connection as well. Mm. And ultimately, it gets you to a point where you can, I guess, be self-managed, right? Mm. Like where you're starting to break out of, I guess, the traditional systems and the paradigms mm. where we ultimately are the creator when we can work on our body our mind our emotions and our spirit mm. and we can connect those all we can really serve ourselves but serve others at the same time mm. as well and i can see that mm. you've done pretty much mm. exactly that yeah and you've become a guru now <laughs> so, in some aspects yeah, yes. yeah we're gurus of our own way yes um so you're coaching me now can you tell me your purpose that you said to me before yeah, so um, one of the best things a man can ever do is get clear on his purpose. And for a man, like I would, uh, I can't express enough for a man to like cry, sweat, do like, like work so hard and discover what it is that you're truly uh, here to do. Because mm. a man that's on purpose is following first of all his heart and it's not about the purpose it's about he's following what's most true to him and he's expressing his gifts that he's here to give to the world and because he's honoring that he's more trustworthy you can trust him because you're like he's following his own inner guidance and therefore i can trust him because he stands for himself yeah so sometimes it's not necessarily about the purpose and the impact, but that alone will create impact yeah. around the world. Yeah. 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 Just coming back to really authentically understanding yourself and yeah. operating from the heart, regardless of what you're doing. You yeah. Know? Like, I'm sure there's many tradies that are actually really authentic and in their hearts, right? Uh -huh. And they live, that is their purpose, and they fucking thrive it, mm. and they froth it. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, that wasn't your path, but now you've been able to channel that in. So yeah. what are you channeling it into? So... For me, it's helping men step into the healthy, conscious, embodied, masculine energy so they can create the most meaningful life possible for themselves and for their family and for the people around them. That's my purpose. That's what I know I'm here to do. And I have such a clear vision of it. I can see myself transforming thousands of lives. Um, I've worked with so many people already. And you know, connecting the dots backwards, it's everything that I've gone through, through the relationships, through uh, working through the father wound, healing that, that deep sense of not feeling worthy enough because I never actually got the approval from the father. I had to then go and uh, see it from a different perspective, work through those beliefs and that trauma and those woundings and uh, prove to myself that I'm worthy enough and I'm more than good enough to have every single thing that I want and more. Um, that's what I'm here to do. And what really got me from PT to here was PT was getting closer to where I wanted to be. Um, I was training high-level business owners and athletes in the gym. And what, what, I, what really was like lit me up and in, in that career was speaking to people, transforming their mindset, like, um, talking to them on the emotional level. And I remember 
it was probably within the last year of me being a PT, I was working with some clients online for just personal development. Um, you know, integrating everything I've, learnt, I've learned in the last seven years of my personal development journey. And I realized that, you know, I'm, I'm some, I would have a, a business owner that's making millions of dollars a year coming into the gym and we wouldn't even train. We'd sit down and have coffee and we'd talk about what's actually going on in their life. <laughs> what's actually stopping them from getting results in the gym yeah. or why are they in there trying to get results, trying to be someone that they're not. So I was like, I've... <laughs> like, I need to get paid more for this. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, um, and then, you know, just, just, just continuously doing the work. Like um, one thing was, you know, obviously going to the events, working with coaches, I've invested tens of thousands of dollars into my personal growth and development within the last seven years of this journey. And with that refining my values, what I'm here to do, my mission, um, moving through the shit and the layers of the things that are actually holding me back from being my true authentic expression of myself, moving through all that stuff, then opens up this clearing of like, this is actually what I want to create for myself and this is the impact I want to have in the world. Um, and with that, I had, you know, just this clear vision probably a year ago of like, this is what I want to do. I want to work with men and help them go through what I've gone through and step into the conscious embodied masculine energy because at the moment, there's such a lack of it. And what it's doing is it's forcing women more into their masculine energy. And then they don't get a tap into their true essence and their true power of their feminine body, their feminine uh, flow, their emotional body, their creativity. And then men are then being pushed out even more into either the controlling, abusive, masculine, the macho man, yeah. or the repressed, the feminine masculine the feminine the uh <laughs> yeah. the i'll just watch Tail movies all legs. day yeah, yeah no I'll, drive yeah no drive no motivation yeah. just uh struggles to communicate just completely neglected his would you say those are all emotions. experiences that you've been through yeah <laughs> yeah i'm uh -huh. reflecting on like i've definitely been at that phase and i've been at this extreme yeah. phase yeah yeah <laughs> uh -huh. so with the the embodied masculine, what is something really practical that a man can do to, to start to embody the, the healthy, conscious masculine within them? Mm. The first thing that comes to mind is awareness. Awareness. Because without awareness, you can't have the awareness, right? You can't bring to the conscious mind the unconscious behaviors, actions, thoughts, emotions, feelings. Yeah. So without the awareness of the emotional, the, uh, without the awareness and the emotional intelligence to understand what's coming up for you, to understand what's happening around you, to understand maybe how people are feeling around you or the actions that you're actually, uh, and the behaviors that you're actually playing out. Yeah. Without the awareness, nothing can be done. Yeah, so self-awareness, Yeah. how would you, like straight away for me, I think self-awareness, like writing. Journaling and writing is mm. like a huge thing that has supported me in building self-awareness. Mm -hmm. What's something that's supported you in building your self-awareness? Um, yeah, many things. The most, 
To give it some context as well when it comes to awareness, the conscious masculine, pure masculine is resting consciousness. It's, it's grounded consciousness. Yeah. It's, you're connected, you're grounded into the earth, but you're also aware, you're conscious. So developing that level of awareness, it's the person who has the deepest breath in the moment has the masculine pillar. They're holding that masculine pillar. You'll see, and it, it's something to, to, to question yourself and notice, like how much do I fidget? How much do I move around? How much am I, am I looking? How much do I struggle to just actually just sit and just be still? The, the pure, the conscious masculine is, is about stillness, calm, groundedness, being centered, having direction, being able to hold this strong container of certainty and trust and integrity and all, all of these healthy masculine traits. Like finding the safe space within you. Yes. To yeah. operate from. Yeah. Because when we can't allow that for ourselves, we create we don't create trust for our own inner feminine to show itself. Mm. So that's yeah, the that's first thing. Can, <clears throat> that's when you can start to lack compassion. For and, yourself, yeah. yeah. And all those sorts of things, which then turn back into self-beration and, yeah, yeah. and beating oneself up yep. for not getting things right. Yeah. Mm. So one, one simple practice is like, you know, what we did before, that, that breathwork practice, coming back to that, that ball of light and that center that's right in the center of your chest. And it's just... Through the breath. Just coming back to that, that center within your chest of just pure love and that ball of light that's always there and it's never going anywhere and it's always been there. And sometimes we get caught up in our mind so much that we forget that it's there. We disconnect ourselves from our heart and when we do that, we rob the true power of us actually leading from the most powerful thing that we have in our body. And in this world, in this life, is that big beating ball of energy in our chest. Yeah. So it's connecting with that. And through the conscious awareness of that, you can develop that uh, a higher level of awareness of yourself, emotional intelligence. But then it's also, for a man, grounding his feet in the earth, mm. getting your feet in the sand, getting your feet in the, in the mud. Yeah, like, physical grounding. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and, and breathing into the earth. Because yeah. the, the masculine is about, and how I explain it and how I teach my clients, is the masculine is the structure. So we've, we've got, everything is just made up of energy. Every, everything is energy, yeah. right? On a subatomic level, everything is just energy. Then the next level, what energy is then transmuted into is positive or negative. Yeah. Masculine or feminine. Yeah. Form, formless. Yes. Yeah. yeah, structure or flow. Yeah, black and white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so when we can begin to understand that and develop the relationship with our own inner masculine or feminine, our structure of flow, we can begin to realize that the masculine is about holding the structure and the, that pillar, think of it as a big 
Like you go out in the forest and you see those big trees that just are deeply grounded deeply and they're just rooted. fucking still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the feminine is the is the wind that blows through the leaves and moves the tree. And it the, strengthens the tree as well. It strengthens absolutely. Yeah. So and, and and that the flow, the flow is the feminine, the structure and the grounding is the masculine. So now we think about that in relationships. If a man or a woman, whoever decides to hold the masculine pole or the pillar, the masculine structure, without that structure, there can't be the flow of the feminine. For example, if you got a, a, a cup of water, right? The cup is the structure and there can't be a cup of water without the structure, right? So in relationship, in the own in you supporting your own inner feminine energy, you need to be able to create that structure for yourself and for your partner, for the feminine energy to be able to be in and flow. So coming back to what I'm here to do and my purpose, it's to help men be able to tap into that healthy, masculine, grounded presence so they can create the structure for their own inner emotional body and also the, uh, the feminine around them as well. Yeah. Cool, you just went deep. <laughs> I love that, bro. <laughs> so, off the back of that, I want to ask you and understand what are you creating? What are you creating from this point out that is going to serve this purpose of yours? Mm. Mm. So, through my own embodiment, and for those people that don't know what embodiment is, it's in the embodiment, it's out of the mind and it's actually within you as a person. It's being whole. Yeah. 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 It's, it's taking the learning and the knowledge and actually bringing it into the body, into the heart. And through my own embodiment, creating impact around the, the people around me. Uh, but what I'm physically creating with my programs and stuff is a, as a platform and a space a platform for the understanding, the, lo the, the knowledge and the learning for men to go through, to really understand this work that we're not taught. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, hello. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. Can I ask you some questions, my little, yeah. my little lord? What up, bro? <laughs> he's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that keep in that scene. in the clip yeah yeah. For sure. um, <laughs> yeah so what I'm creating is, is a platform for, for men to, to come into and understand and learn this work that's never taught mm. for them to be able to create their own rite of passage for them to be able to step into their true embodied masculine energy but then also for me to create the space and the safe container for them to move through all this shit that's actually holding them back from having every single thing that, that they want so not only the 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 knowledge, like the, the mind, right? The, the learning, right? But also the embodiment, helping them actually bring it into their body and actually become it themselves. Because, and I say this to all of my clients, I don't want this and, and my work to just be another program that someone's done. I want it to be the program that someone did that changed their life forever. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm creating. Yeah. <laughs> Epic, bro. And... What's your vision for the next five to ten years then? 
given this, given this creation, but also for your life? Like, where would you like to be? Mm. What would you like to be doing? What would you like to be experiencing? Yeah. Um, taking my inner journey to an even deeper level, understanding myself, really meeting the depth of myself, going deep into my personal spiritual journey, the learning, the knowledge, like that, that's, you know, I just want to, the next five, 10 years, I want to immerse myself and just become extremely valuable and knowledgeable so I can create more impact in the world, help more people. Um, that's me on a personal level. And with my, my partner and I, like we're, with Nikki, we're, we're planning on traveling the world while also being able to build and create this impact as well. Um, I see myself impacting thousands of men and not just men, but women as well through this work through in-person events, through um, helping people understand the emotional body, going deep into breath work and meditation and um, holding that container in live events, in person, uh, virtually, just give it this gift that I've received to everyone. Cause it's not mine to hold on to. It's, 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 I was given this gift to, to give to the world um, with the, of this work. And I want everyone to be able to experience this level of joy and happiness and fulfillment within themselves and within their life. Um, so they can go out there and create a conscious life by design. Um, so yeah, I see myself in the next five to 10 years working with and impacting thousands of people, potentially writing a book, um, you know, speaking in, uh, on stages all around the world. Um, you know, I already, I already do speaking engagements for now and. Um, I'm working with one of Australia's um, fastest growing personal development companies as well. Um, you know, Dream Out Loud. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty cool to be a part of that journey and that, that, that as well. So there's lots going on. Um, building sure. incredible relationship as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that oh, it's um, the relationship, yeah, with, with my partner, Nikki, like the journey we've been on as well and us being able to help other people uh, in relationship has been mind-blowing um, and that's a lot of other work that we're then getting into to impact more people is is helping people through uh, through relationships yeah Epic yeah bro. yes I'm excited yeah. to see and witness this and based on what I've witnessed in the last year and a half of knowing you like yeah. you're, you're on your way to the moon my bro so while you're on your way to the moon uh, and this is just something that we all face in life uh, mm. are challenges. Mm. So to this point, how have you navigated the biggest challenges you've faced? And what are your tools and tricks that you are going to be utilizing for your future for any challenges that come up along the way? Yeah, I love this. Love this question. Um, I know what the answer is now. What it was previously was a lot of force. <laughs> matter versus matter. Force, gotta yeah. just make it happen. Yeah. Gotta wake up at 3 a.m. and just make it happen. <laughs> um, when I left the gym, I remember the, the gym owner, I, we had a meeting and I was like, look, this, you know, I'm on this path now, this is where I'm going and I'm, you know, I'm leaving the gym. She was like, how incredible, like, you have literally forged your way 
through life to this far. Like you have made it work, like through carpentry, through everything I've done, like I've forged it. And that's been from like my mindset, just yeah. like, just, just taking action and just doing shit, just yeah. go, just doing it, right? Now what it is, is I've begun to learn to trust that I'm on a journey and that I'm being guided. And now it's more of a, I'm trusting in my guidance and in my path. I still obviously have that mindset to, um, to you know, you know, get out there and do the things that I don't want to do sometimes, have that integrity. That's all it is, is integrity. But listen to this more and be guided by this more um, and come back to this heart space because there's, you know, we're, when we're faced with challenges, the only challenge there is is out there. Mm. <laughs> Whether it's... It the yeah. Whether it's... <laughs> like, think about it. Like, when, when we're faced with real challenge, it's past or it's... We're thinking about the future. We have anxiety, fear of what could happen. The, you know, could I lose the money? Is, is this relationship going to... Uh, then we're challenged, right? Or we're challenged with the past experiences, the trauma, the wounding, yeah, whatever. Oh, I did this. I didn't do this. Yeah. yeah. Regrets. Yeah. Yeah. But when we come back to this mm. in the moment, none of it exists apart from pure love. Mm. Pure love and light is only in the present moment. And that's now what I'm doing to, to work through challenges. And obviously being able to do that, it's not about avoiding and neglecting all the challenges that arise in the physical world it's about coming back to what's true to you and just following it and just being here and normally when you come back to here i've never made a wrong decision and i can imagine you you know yeah. you're the same as well yeah every time i really give myself space if i am going through something that mm. might be challenging or might be pressing some sort of button of mine when I've had the biggest breakthroughs or when I've dropped into the fullness of my feeling and the fullness of my mm. body and sat in it all and responded and and returned what I need to put back, back mm. into the world from that place of being mm. in the depth of my being. Yeah. And that's when that's when all the breakthrough moments have happened for me. Yeah. You know, when there have been whether it's relationships or friendships or <clears throat> other dynamics that have mm provided some form of difficult situation or challenge mm. which is hard and you know when there's expectations and a bunch mm. of other things are at play yeah i've been able to drop in and just go hold up yeah okay and mm. then come back from that place rather mm. than boom on the defensive mm. and throwing mm. throwing knives back at it yeah operating from the the wounded ego yeah yeah yeah. Oh, that's not right. You did this wrong. You did this. Yeah. You did this. Like, I yeah. guess the victim mindset in some way, mm -hmm. shape, or form. And probably for me as well is coming back to that question, how am I responsible for this? Mm. How can I take responsibility for this situation? Even if it's someone that did something to me, how can I take some form of responsibility for this? And just accept it as is. Yeah. Yep. And it's... Mm. Yeah, and yeah, when it, so when it comes back to challenge, it's like coming back to that, to yourself first, and then, and it's not saying that the physical pain that you experience from those challenges is going to go away. Mm. 
Yeah, it's also not condoning those things, yeah. right? By being in your heart and being in love uh-huh. and right. Like, yeah, it's okay if you, like, stab me in the leg. Like, I can just be in my heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, no, actually, yeah. I'm putting up some firm fucking boundaries right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> from my heart, yeah. from the depth of my being. I'm not accepting any of this. Mm. <laughs> and it's also, yeah, it's like, uh, it's also about... Like I said, like you're gonna you're gonna feel the the feelings in the body of like this might be challenging or shit right now, or quite uncomfortable, and I want to run away or avoid or uh, seek distractions. Mm. But it's the the real practice and the real work is being present and grounded in the shit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the real work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Last night oh, I yeah. I had um and to be fully transparent, I'm like fully open about this stuff. Like, um, within my relationship, I experienced um, uh, my partner was was behaving a certain way, and she was just being herself, authentically herself. Yeah. And it triggered me, and I was like, oh, why does this hurt so much? And then I was like, <laughs> come back to this place, come back to the heart, to the centeredness, and I was like, okay what's really coming up for me right now. And what was coming up was the wounding of never feeling enough, of not feeling worthy enough, the wounding of will I ever be enough was coming up and showing its face in the form of a trigger and resentment towards uh, a situation or whatever was happening. And it's being able to be like, come back to that place of like, okay, let me, let me work through and I remember uh, last night, I said to Nikki, I was like, just so you know, I'm not angry, I'm not upset or anything right now. I've got something to sit with. I'm experiencing some shit and some emotions. And uh, it's just something that I just need to sit with for a bit. Mm. We can speak about it. I'll speak on it whenever I feel ready. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's taking that radical responsibility of your uh, wounding or your shit or, or whatever's actually coming up, right? Whether or not it, it, it feels like they've done it, <laughs> right? It's being able to, and that's the real practice again, is being able to take full responsibility when you could blame them for everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Pro- again, projecting it outwardly. Yeah. 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 Mm. The, <clears throat> the answers for everything in our lives are always within us, right? Mm-hmm. There's no amount of stuff that we can get from the outside that's going to change the the realness of what's inside of us Mm. Mm. roger that yeah dude Mm. so do you have anything else that has supported you deeply on your journey that you would like to share yeah i do (laughs) (laughs) do you want me to say it Oh, no, let's, let's stop right here. Let's Cliffhanger. Cut, yeah, cut, cut, cut. Part two coming. <laughs> um, yeah, and for anyone watching this, male, female, like anyone, their personal yeah. development journey, the people you spend the most time with, we all hear it. Yeah. We <laughs> yeah. all hear it. It really, it really hit me uh, again over the weekend when I had one of my greatest friends staying with us for a few days and 
We're sitting there in a circle in, in my living room. Um, me, Nikki, and Todd. We're gonna sit there and I'm just like, this man is so full of wisdom. I have so much to learn from his experiences and everything. And I've intentionally put myself in this situation to be around someone that's borderline a fucking genius. Mm. <laughs> and because I put myself in this situation and, and I look around the people around me, like yourself, him, I see, um, you know, all my other friends, like, uh, like our casual conversations are about like making, making, creating impact around the world, like on a global scale, making thousands of dollars a month. Like some of them are making, you know, six figures every month, like in their businesses. And it's, it's expanding my possibility of my awareness of what's possible in this world, in this reality, in this, this, this dimension this time in this space um then you know within that then being able to connect with uh my now partner and it's like i've just put myself in the, in the most uh in the best possible position for success in every form and shape however you view that and i looked back at that over the weekend i was like i'm so proud because i'm i'm, I'm grateful that I understood how important it was to be around the right people. And I know you know that as well. And I look at the journey that I've been on and the, you know, what I've created so far and where I'm going has literally has come down to being around the right people, mm. getting around people that are doing what I dream about doing. and serving them or, or, or helping them in some sort of way that they want to then give back to me and then creating an incredible friendship and um, in a circle of, of men, of embodied, conscious, masculine men that, were then role, that have been role models and representations of what it means to be a healthy, conscious man on purpose. And that's what also men are missing these days. So it's getting around those people and... and and it's, you don't have to know where they are. You just have to set the intention and know exactly what kind of energy that looks like and you'll attract it in. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing that. Mm. And I think that's a beautiful way to wrap it all up. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking your time out this morning to meet on this beautiful beach in Burley. Oh, so good. Uh, we are so, so blessed here. Yeah. I am going to miss this place. Uh, however, I'll be back at some point. <laughs> yeah, you, I'll see bro. you in Bali. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you. Sig. Whoa, whoa, wee, whoa. That's powerful. Thanks for listening to this epic conversation with Ryan. As a little bonus, I've added a breathwork slash meditation practice we did to begin the session, so feel free to listen to that. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. You! A little bit nippy. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good. Um, Feels good to be in the cold we can, sand. We can do one where we breathe 12, 11 breaths from our lower from the ground up to us. Actually, I'll take you through one that I was doing yesterday. Right. So you take a breath in from everything beneath you mm -hmm. up to your heart, and then you breathe everything from above you for a full breath down mm -hmm. into your heart, and then you breathe everything from in front of you into your heart, and then you breathe everything from behind you mm -hmm. into your heart, cool. and then everything from your left into your heart, and then everything from your right. So you go 
bottom, top, front, back, left, right. Epic. And so it's just we're just we're just centering ourselves. Yeah. As much, like that's like the ultimate. I just <clears throat> connected with this last night. Like just an ultimate way to center yourself. Mm. Cool. So how yeah. many breaths? So we're gonna do three rounds of it. So so there'll be six breaths each round. So yeah, from beneath to the middle, from above to the middle, from in front, from behind, from the left, from the right. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. And if you want to add something to it as well, you can create polarity by using, uh, by breathing black up to your heart and then breathing white from above mm. and then mixing those together. So like the yin and yang. Cool. If you want to, if you want to add color to it or light or, or, mm. or more imagery. Cool. All right. Yeah. My jam. Okay. So we'll take a big breath in and a sigh out just to clear it all. Ah. Okay, from the bottom. Ah. Top. Ah. Front. Ah. Back. Breath in and hold.
got about the cold for a few seconds then. <laughs> Isn't it interesting? <laughs> it's all an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> it just fully disappeared. Yeah, I had been thinking about different forms of connecting into your center. Mm. And usually I would just breathe from below and up to my center mm. and then from above into my center. And I kind of connected because these other meditations I was doing, I was creating a, when I'd bring my center, I'd create a line, like a line from yep. above to below, from front to the back, and then from side to side, like three different planes. Yep. And I would see them rotating around to center me. And then I was like, why don't I breathe and bring in from these areas? from below to the center, from above, below, from the front, back, and then from side to side. Mm. And when I do that now, and then with the black and the white, like, like the yin and yang, it just re I really actually feel my mm. center. Mm -hmm. I really connect with it. <clears throat> I love that. Um, one I learned just recently is connecting with and imagining a pearl mm. right in the center of your chest. And then that pearl is like a little star itself and it's a little ball of sun and energy and light and it radiates energy outwards from from the center filling up side to side and back to back. back, to back. Filling up. Yeah. yeah. So you're like you're instead of bringing from the outside and you draw it from the inside and creating it. Yeah, out. yeah. then you're the way, yeah. drawing there and you're you're kinda of magnetizing and creating that field of, of energy and light outwards. Yeah. Cool. I could, yeah. I can just visualizing straight away doing both, bringing the energy uh -huh. in and then from the energy that you've brought within from all the different directions, then creating it and expanding it back out. Because mm. yeah. mm -hmm. that's what life is, right? It's a series mm. of contraction and expansion. Mm -hmm. We expand, we contract. Mm -hmm. We shut down, we open up. Mm. Epic, bro. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>